Superstars, welcome to another episode of the Odd Couple of Real Estate. It's yours truly, Mr. Tycoon. And, you know, they like to say our partner in crime, but our partner in profit, my partner in profit, Mr. <laughs> Don Duodil DeRosa. What up? What up? You got a little, a lot more energy than I do today. Okay, let's 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 get the energy leveled off because this is this is one that I'm excited about. You know, we're, we're seeing everything going on. And again, for those who are listening, go back and watch our other episodes um, on YouTube or wherever you found us at. And um, I have a show on Mr. Um, Tycoon Uncut that's on all the podcasts, and so you can see all our episodes over there also. But today's topic, you know, right now, um, people talking about we're in the recession. We see Zillow going out of business. We see OfferPad is talking about they losing money. What's working right now to get a lead? You know, like I'm a T-shirt on for those who may not be watching. The incoming call, what's getting the phone to ring? What's getting people to raise their hand and say, I got a house to sell? Because we understand this for those who don't know it. We don't find a deal. We get a lead, and the deal is inside the lead. If you just look at the spelling of that, L-E-A-D-D-E-A-L. The deal is in the lead, and that's when you have the knowledge to be able to determine if it's a deal or a dud. And so, Mr. Don, do a deal, DeRosa. What's working right now for yourself and your um, students that you have um, cross-country? Well, I think... I always say this, everything works if you do. Right. And we t- we had this conversation just minutes before we went on. It's like, you know, over the last two years, I've become, com- I, I said lazy, but right. complacent. Complacent. And on cruise control. Yeah. And, and that's what we were discussing. And, this, and, 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 and I want to say this to you all right quick before Don jumps in here. We're sharing this because... Both of us is kind of like these just go-getters, and uh, we've been in the business over two decades, and um, we have transitioned from the wholesaling to subject to to, to new construction to building. So we've done a uh, um, a handful of different ways of doing the business, and also we got some assets now. So um, it's not we live in month to month to got to close a deal, got to close a deal to take care of our bills or our living expense, um, and that's a good place to be in. But at the same time, with COVID and things going on, I was just asking, you know, you know, mentally, I haven't had that fire, that 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 go. Even you know, we didn't talk about working out, and when I'm working on my workout, or I'm working on this book, or we've yeah. been working on this podcast, and we're like, well, if we do. Well, we I mean, look do how it. lazy we've been with the podcast. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like people are sending me messages, hey, when are you gonna start your podcast back up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's true, right? It's true. It's like, man, that. The whole, I mean, literally, we lost an entire year of our lives. Right. Sitting around, wondering. And if you allowed it to put fear in you, that was even worse. Well, I don't think it put fear in me. I'm just talking as about global, our global our society yeah, in I agree. general. People, I agree. people were fighting about if you ain't got your mask on or don't come near me. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I. It didn't affect me that way, but right. it made, I don't know, I'll be honest with you, it made me lazy right. for a while. And I'm just now, I mean, we're what, we're two, almost three years later, right. I'm just pulling my ass out of this right. thing. And that's why I was asking, you know, this, 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 ter- this term is thrown around um, a lot now, mental health. 
and I and I, and I was like, did this have more of an effect on me than I knew? Because I kind of feel like I've been in this this this, this fog. Um, even though me and my family we've been traveling, but we've been to Mexico like eight times. So we just got back from Jamaica. It felt good to be somewhere else. I'm like, oh, the water is different in Jamaica than in Mexico, uh, which is much more beautiful to me. But as I said, you know, is it mental? You know, what's this fog? And I'm just pushing myself out of this. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start teaching again. And done. I, I haven't had a student other than one-on-one student probably the last two years. I haven't done a group well, you know, training. I, st- I stopped doing one-on-ones for a while. And I may pick up one or two here in the right. future. But I still do my group coaching. Right. And it's been pretty well because everyone's excited about what the economy is gonna do i mean right, right. that may sound terrible because i don't want to say we're hoping that the economy crashes right but at the same breath it, it it is what's going to reinvigorate real estate i right. mean if you're a traditional real estate investor and you don't know any better and you're paying cash and you're getting loans you've enjoyed the last couple years right last few years but if you're a, a, a like you and I, transaction we're, engineers, we're, creative yeah, financing, creative financing, that's been non-existent for the last few years, right? And in in all in all honesty, that's really what makes or creates wealth is the ability to utilize creative financing because um, not everybody has large amounts of money or perfect credit, right? Okay, so. When you have an economy that I think we're heading into, that lends itself to someone that doesn't need as much credit, doesn't need as much money. And when I first started, for example, uh, just a quick story, I, I was a district field service manager for Airborne Express, and I made decent money, but when I decided to jump into real estate, I didn't know what I was doing. I could barely spell real estate, let alone know what real estate was. So I was afraid. Right. I was afraid. I had a little bit of money. I had good credit. I mean, I didn't have bad credit, but I didn't want to use either one of them. So when I started learning, I started learning from these 3 a.m. infomercial folks. Right, right. And it told you to go buy a house and then leverage that and go get another loan and so on and so forth. And I just... In the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, that's just not something that I want to do. And then I came across the technique called subject to, where somebody literally would give you their home, like sign over the deed to you. Right. And people used to say, no one's going to do that. Well, I didn't know any better, so I went out and started looking for these. And within the first week that I was doing this, I bought four houses my very first week with a simple ad that said in the AJC AJC Home Finder, we buy houses and then a phone number. My first week doing that, I bought four <laughs> houses from an investor, tired landlord, that basically just gave me the deed. I put a dollar earnest money on each one of those contracts and I took them over subject to the existing financing. And I've never looked back since. Well, I'd like to add one caveat to that my first year of doing it once i learned it took over over a hundred houses subject to unknowing because i didn't finish reading the course that 
you supposed to make them pay for the first three months, you know. Yeah. And so I had all these houses that I was carrying a note on because I was just so excited to get it. And, and my wholesale business was killing it at that time. And um, so we're not talking about something that um, is just theory. This is practicality what, we, yeah. what we've done. And and even now what we're talking about, you know, because we talked a little bit before, is some of these practical things that we did then that we didn't have all this technology like prop stream, which I'm a fan of, or Batchley doing the texting, and I know you do the um, um, auto dialer or, you know, uh, yeah. ringing his voicemails. But certain things um, that we learned found foundationally of driving for dollars. When you see a house, which I would say is still number one working right now for myself and my students, is driving for dollars. When you see a house and you have the ability now because of the cost um, of doing skip tracing, it's so much more uh, economical. Uh. In comparison, where when there was fifty to seventy-five dollars to get a to get some skip traced. And I mean, when we first started, you you didn't have the tools that we have today. No, none. I we, mean, we were still faxing. You had, yeah. Well, yeah, you had to go down to uh, like your local RIA group, and they had these discs. Dis. They had these computers where you would go on there and you would search like tax records. I forgot we used to, they had that because you know yeah. I, I had my own subscription but I do remember now yeah. that you can actually go into the RIA yeah. and use the subscription yeah. service they had. I can't remember had. what the name of it was. But I, remember the, I remember they were green. Yeah but I mean you, <laughs> yeah. you, you couldn't just go and use your own computer and look this stuff up. I mean it was painstaking. Right. Right. And now everything is at your fingertips and in fact some of it is too accessible and you don't even know what's good data versus bad data right because we're so inundated with data that's a whole other subject that's a whole other podcast it's like which data should you be trusting you know everybody and their brothers that has any kind of technology background is trying to sell you a lead whether it's a a good lead or not like you don't know the difference sometimes right right so, I mean, that you got to ask yourself, so what really is working right now? Always, I tell my students, it, so think about it this way. You can't just, it's not as simple as, like, where should I spend money or where, what kind of leads are working? They all work if you do. Right. But it comes down to, it's like a fingerprint or skin color, right? You and I have different skin color. We have different eye color. We have different hair color. Well, some of us have different hair color. Right. <laughs> right? So it's like a snowflake, right? Everybody is different. Everybody's unique. Everybody's business is unique. Everybody's marketing is unique. So you have to ask yourself, how much time do I have? How much money do I have? So you and I, you know, we've been brought up from the same school of hard knocks. But... You may go, I'm not spending nearly as much. Like, I, I have a home investor franchise. You know, I typically spend anywhere from seven to $10,000 a month in marketing. Um, but someone else outside of that, because it's a franchise, someone else outside of that might spend 2000 and actually get the same results because of how they're doing that. Right. So... Or someone may go, like, I have students that don't have any money to put towards marketing. And that's going to lend itself to doing more prospecting than marketing. Right. 
I mean, I don't know if most people know the difference. Well, let's go on and get some insight. We got we got we got some minutes here, and just for the records who are listening, I, I average about two to three thousand dollars a month, um, and that's excluding some of the tools that I use. And 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 and, and maybe we'll do a whole show on that. You know, from PropStream to Batch Leads to Mojo Dollar to a skip tracing subscription, or are you going to use the skip tracing inside of? And I don't think people understand mm-hmm. all those nickels and dimes. And when we talk about nickels and dimes, we're talking about ninety nine dollars for this. $49 for this. And then also when you're texting, which everybody's a big fan of talking about, you know, how many people get a text and you always answer it. But when people get texts from people, numbers they don't know, talking about buying a house, they do not respond. And most times, let me let y'all know this, those who do respond, they respond with go fuck yourself or, <laughs> yeah, you know, remove my list. Did my house, was, did you see an agent sign in the yard? And they'll send you a long ass text back to cuss you out. And yeah. you got to be mentally built to to deal with that bombardment of um, anger spewed at you. Well, it's not directed towards, just understand, it's not directed towards you. Right. Individ- you, the individual. Right. It's directed to stop bothering me. Right. Like, I don't know who you are, but, you know, stop bothering me. Right. Right. And it's like the, the company that calls and wants the extended warranty on, on your, your car. Head. Everybody's getting that call. Yeah, I mean, everyone's, I mean, it could be, a thousand different people making those phone calls from a thousand different organizations. Right. But the person receiving that phone call Think thinks we all the same. Thinks it's all the same. Right. Could they could could they ask me sometimes, would you tell your friends to quit? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so I, I wanna I wanna I wanna kinda talk about that briefly about the difference. So everybody has time and money. So you have to, if you're marketing and you want to say, what's the best thing for me to do? Well, it depends on the budget. I don't really care what your budget is, but uh, you do need to have time or money and the combination of the two helps. Right. Right. So if you don't have any money, but you have lots of time, think of it this way. You've got, I use this analogy all the time. Think of it this way. You've got a haystack. Inside that haystack is a needle somewhere. So there's two ways to find that needle. The first way, which is the most difficult way, but requires no money at all, is to get on your hands and knees and pull individually every piece of hay. And sift through it. Sift through it, right? Now, that takes no money, but it takes a fair amount of energy and time to do it. Right. But eventually, guess what? It works. Or if you have more money... Then time, you can go down to the store and you can buy yourself the biggest, baddest magnet, strongest magnet you can afford, whatever that budget is, and then you just go and hover it over the the haystack and the needle will jump to the magnet. Well, the difference between those two, the pitchfork version on your hands and knees that's prospecting. That's where you go out and find it. That's the driving for dollars. That's the cold calling Craigslist or Zillow or for sale by owners. That's driving around neighborhoods. That's networking, going on Facebook, telling people what you do. Those are all what I call prospecting activities. And then you have the advertising. That's where you go and you put an ad on Facebook Marketplace or you put an ad in Craigslist or you buy a billboard which I don't recommend, but you do mailings, you 
any other kind of form of marketing. You send letters, you send postcards, you text, you do ringless voicemails where you actually spend money on that, on that magnet. Yeah. To attract. Yeah, that's advertising. So you got prospecting and you have advertising. One requires more time than money. The other one requires more money. And you don't have to have as much time because the magnet's doing some of the work for you. Right. All right. So, I like that. I like that. I like that. And, and one simple way that I break it down is I tell people you're either going to use your, your brain, your intellect, and know how to figure out things. Or you're going to use your bank if you have the bank money. Yeah. Or you're going to use your back. You're going to have to physically do it yourself. And it's not one is greater than the other, but, you know, a lot of times I tell the students, I need you to be the, the back and um, 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 use your back. And I'll use a little of my bank, but what's most important is me having the brain power, the intellect to be able to figure out if this is a deal or a dud. Because a lot of times when you first starting off, you don't have, you know, and that's one of the things that we transfer to them if we even thought about the matrix. What we're attempting to do with our mentees and students is to hook them up like the matrix and download all this information that we've obtained over 20 plus years in a short period of time. And yeah. that's why there's a transfer of funds because you want us to download all this information that we've obtained in this short period of time. And so some students are like, oh, why are you so much? I'm like, I'm going to say you so much more time, so much more wasted time like one, one aren't you surprised students soon somebody calls and they want to sell a house they want to run over there they don't even know how much they're asking for it i said that's a rookie move you at least want to make sure you're in the ballpark for a number yeah I before would agree. you just I, run I, over there you and i do that but yeah. i tell all my students i don't care at first it's not about getting the deal as much as i was getting the experience, experience. Right, right right so i don't i i i agree with that like you and i would never do that right 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 however if you're brand new, even if the deal was a crap deal, that experience to go there will teach you like what you and I know. Right. I'm not going because that's a crap deal. Because right. guess what? We did do that. Right. We jumped right. in the right. car. We right. ran there and right. we went, oh, geez, this is a crap deal. Right. Well, that's the only way you're going to get. You got to get some stage that's, time. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to get Got to get on that. the court. Yeah. yeah. So so let's talk about what's, what you think is working today. What I know is working today, and this is factual base, drive for dollar still works. Mm -hmm. um, I got several of my students. I picked up deal here and there from still drive for dollars. Um, text marketing is working for a lot of my former students, not myself as much, because um, I got some people who, but they're but they're texting out anywhere between three to five thousand texts a day. So myself. Anywhere between five hundred thousand, sometimes two fifty. Um, I'm still out on the jury on, on on the text market. I know it sounds better. I have lots of students yeah. texting. Uh huh. Um, I have lots of students texting, and depending on who you talk to, I I personally don't because I have the franchise. I have to follow the. I I do my marketing through the franchise. Now. Right. Right. And are they doing any text marketing or do you know? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they're so. They're doing more commercial yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're more the traditional, traditional. marketing. They're yeah. more they're the big more, board marketing. Yeah, they're more uh direct mail. They're more um radio ads. Radio TV. Bus stops. Yep. The traditional type things. And those will all work, but they are expensive. Very expensive. So I'll need y'all to hear that. 
you know, they do, you know, what we call search engine optimization, do a lot of internet marketing. And I will say from a, from like students, internet marketing, you got to think of where people are. Okay. Think of yourself. You have a need. You have a need. You're going to market. You're going to, you know, Forget about prospecting for a second. Let's talk about the advertising or marketing side of it, right? Not the driving for dollars, not the calling of direct calls. But you want to put something in place that's more automated. Well, I'm not a huge fan of texting, even though I've seen it work, because I don't like it when I get text messages. Right. Um, And it's very... Uh, what's the word? Intrusive, obtusive, and do I think it works? Yes. Do I think it works for my personality? Mm, no, not really. Number one, it really is not a legal way of marketing. Even though everybody does it, uh, there is regulations out there that basically say you can't do that under the, what is it, TP. PCA or TCPA, I don't know what the acronym is, right? But that doesn't stop people from doing it. And I think that's one of the reasons why the larger corporations don't do it unless they get an opt-in. Same thing with emails, they get you've got to get an opt-in. But there's ways around that. So for example, like we send stuff out on social media or not anymore, but we used to send stuff out on social media that would ask someone, hey, if you're in foreclosure, go download our free ebook to give you the 10 steps uh, that would help you stop foreclosure. Well, they go out there, and before they get the ebook, they put their name, their phone number, and their email in there because that's how we're going to deliver it. And they opt in by putting that in there. Right. So then it's legal. Right. Right. But again, there's always a difference between right, wrong and reality. Right. Right. So the reality of it is people do it every day, just like the 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 people that are calling you about your car warranty. Right. Right. So what's working for your team over there? Well, again, all the stuff that I mentioned, like direct mail, all of those things that I use in the franchise, the franchise works works pretty well but it's expensive right and not everybody needs to do that and can do that so you have to look at how to become a guerrilla marketer on uh you know you got the you know champagne experience with the beer taste right so you got to get the you got the you got to come at it with a beer budget not a champagne budget right so the beer budget thing or the you know the guerrilla marketing techniques are um you know i personally still like driving for dollars into neighborhoods where I have flyers or door hangers that I go into neighborhoods and I put door hangers. Now I use a free pre-foreclosure list and I've been tracking that pre-foreclosure list for years. So I know certain parts of town that lend itself to a higher propensity of foreclosures based on demographics. So if I'm in that area, I've got flyers that I can put on their mail on their door as a door hanger. But that requires me. And I'm not a 
I'm more of an automation kind of guy and not a doing kind of guy. I want to <laughs> write the check because I can do that now. I want to write the check and have somebody else do it and then just my phone ring. Right. Um, but if you're on a low budget, which the mo- majority of the people are, you want to start off by door knocking or driving for dollars, uh, Craigslist, uh, Zillow, using tools like that to get your first deal under your belt, get a little bit of money, make five, ten thousand dollars and take that money. Don't go spend it on something. You know, go Best buy yourself, your business. Go buy yourself go buy yourself a new clothes or a sh- pair of shoes or something, right? Something nice to patch yourself. Celebrate yourself. Yeah. yeah. But then take the majority of it right away and put it back into the business. Because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna free you over time. And that's why I said earlier, I feel like we have been lazy, or I can say I've been lazy because I haven't been out shaking the tree. Right, right. So what about you? Well, again, as I said, the driver dollar is working. We've been doing, um, um, myself included, plus a lot of my students, have had a lot of success with the text marketing. Um, Cold calling um, from those various lists. And understand that a lot of the, the lists come from your drive for dollars. And so even, again, today's time, you got to look at the data. You know, you can buy a list of 10,000 names. You got quantity, and all of them got five numbers. But you know all five numbers are not going to work. That's right. So it sounded good on the front end. I'd rather have go drive for dollars somebody send me a list of 50 or 100 drive for dollar lists. At least I know these houses are really vacant or look distressed. In comparison to buying a list of absentee owners or um, supposedly vacant houses, because the vacant houses can be being renovated or been renovated and it has been sitting. And so it comes back to are you looking for quantity of numbers of, of a list or are you looking for quality? And that's why I like to drive for dollars or maybe even um, we were talking about this the old school of going to court of um, code enforcement. But again, that requires you to use your back and your, and, and, and your time to go down there. And then you got to ha- also have a skill set to talk to a person who just came out of court. Who's mad. Well, yeah, that's a good, that's a great point because more uh, so often I see people go to seminars because you know, you and I, we teach them, right? Right. And the sexy part of the seminars are the techniques and what we say we make money at. Right. Buying subject to creative financing, that type of stuff. But it, the reality of it is when you go to these seminars, the person you're listening to is teaching you steps four, five, and six and not steps one, two, and three. Right. Because that's not the sexy part of this business. Right. You know, because let's face it, people buy on emotion and justify later on logic. Well, if I gave you the logic first, you'd be like, ah, this is boring because the logic of this is preparing your business first, getting your goals and objectives, putting your infrastructure in, and it's quality, not quantity. And everybody wants to go out and buy many houses a month. And the reality of it is to really make an impact on your life, all you need is one or two houses the entire year. I mean, let's face it. Christy, my business partner, we, on our rehabs, we'll buy it, fix it, and flip it. 
my our average profit has been somewhere around a hundred thousand dollars for every buy every buy fix and flip we make. Well, think about it. If we want to make two hundred thousand dollars each a year, and our average is a hundred thousand dollars profit, not expense profit. How many houses do we need to do in a year? We need to do four. four. Yeah. Well, it's not that difficult to find four deals in an entire year. Great deals. Right. But people, they, they tend to forget that. So it's not about qua- quantity. It's about quality. And the same goes with when you're out there looking for leads. If you're driving for dollars in the right neighborhood and you spend two or three days getting 40 or 50 houses that you find... You may not get those houses under contract right away, but by you putting together a good follow-up system, those 40 houses that you saw this week or 60 houses or however many you went and looked at may not come to fruition for another four months. But it's just like harvesting anything. You plant a seed, it takes time for it to come to but fruition. You've gotta you've gotta prepare yourself for not the instant gratification. Right. You've got to have a good follow up system, which goes back to my original statement. It's not the sexy part of the business. We're gonna to have to do a podcast on that and it just came to my mind, which I say it all the time, it's so much hype out there instead of real help. Yeah. Because you even hear it's one guy out there is talking about doing a hundred deals a month. I'm not saying he's not. I know I've never done 100 deals in one month. I've never done 50 deals in one month. But again, what he's doing is JVing. And then a lot of times, as me and one of my students, our average wholesale deal, when when, when we're really hitting it, is anywhere between twenty five dollars and $30,000. You got guys out here who are doing wholesale deals for $1,000, $2,000. Yeah, so you need to do ten. But think about how much energy I, that I takes. I understand that. But, again, they're looking at the numbers. So when you ask them, how many did you make? Oh, I made two on that one. I made three on this one. I made 1500 on that. You know, they add up, but you're not doing quality deals. You're trying to make deals out of really deals that I would pass over because I'm not going to play with this seller I, I and tell them lies. I agree. And then sometimes there'd be four and five different people involved in this one deal, so they all split in $6,000. Because this person got it from that person, this person got it from that person. And two things I want to end with. Number one, as Don said, all of it works, but you got it. It starts with what is your budget for your marketing? Or are you going to just have to use your back? Because and if you're working a full-time job, you got a full family, it's hard to spend three hours cold calling when the kids are there in your, in your lap. When I was single or when me and my wife first got married, you know, I had all the time in the world. Now I got football practice. And you don't even realize it because these things just come with life Yeah, that start taking a piece out of your life that you realize that you don't even realize it because it's just what you got to do. Yeah. That's why I say you got to put a system in place. Right. And you have to be – there has to be a purpose. You have to have a purpose. You can't just go, well, I'm going to do this. And th- there has to be meaning and thought fullness behind what you do there has to be a purpose behind it and that means going out getting yourself some goals and objectives figuring out what direction you want what type of investments you want if you haven't thought through those things because all of those so if i have no money to put on marketing i can't do text messaging because i can't afford it 
So you go to a lot of these go to these seminars or they buy these products, and the person standing up front says, "Okay, you need this, 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 and this." And before you realize it, you're spending five, six hundred dollars on tools you ain't even got to use yet. Used, right, right. So I tell people, I'm like, look, don't spend anything until you've answered a few basic questions, like, you know, how much money is in my budget? If you're spending more money on tools than you are on the actual marketing itself to get the homeowner to raise their hand, we, we, we got, that's a problem. We, we're going to have to extend this. We're going to have to extend this. Yeah, I know. That's so, we're so, 32 yeah, minutes yeah. in this thing. Is. So, so, so we're going to say, number one, drive a dollar still works, as you were saying. Number two, um, outbound marketing where we attract people when you use the metaphor of having the big, um, expensive magnet, magnetic marketing where people are calling you. And um, and number three, this is one that most people don't understand. A lot of stuff comes from referrals, but people got to notice what you do, and you got to be consistent with it. I mean, so often, especially in my time of being as business, I get other students who call, people call. You still do real estate? Hey, I got a situation. I hear it every day. And so that's something that's going to come in time, but again, you got to be known for what you do. You know, it can't be – you're doing um, travel next week or you're selling wine the week after that. Everybody knows that I do real estate, and most people um, know that wholesaling is my main thing, even though they hear me talk about selling too sometimes. So that's what we conclude with that. But we will be back talking about all this hype instead of real help out there. Yeah, about if you're listening to this, you know, send us an email or right. send us something. You can go to mrtycoon.com. And check out uh, Tycoon stuff, or if you prefer, uh, I have a LinkedIn, not LinkedIn, uh, a link, uh, whatever that's called, where you go to DonDeRosa.com, <laughs> and that has all my contact information, has all my social media stuff, um, everything. So check us out on either one of those, but if you're listening to us on YouTube or wherever, leave us a comment. Tell us what you want us to talk about and what subjects that you want. Because I mean, we're there's no lack of of information topics. between the two. Yeah, there's no lack of topics here. But I, we want to make sure that you're we're giving you what you want and so, what you need. Yeah. So by all means, um, so let's finish it out. I'll start by saying that hey, if you need any information from me, simple. Go to dondarosa.com. That will give you everything uh, you need for me. All the contact information uh, that you need. And uh, for myself, you can go over to MrTycoon.com. That's M-R-T-Y-C-O-O-N.com. Or you can follow me on IG at I am Mr. Tycoon. And I just started TikTok also. So help me get my TikTok up. The real Mr. Tycoon um, on TikTok. Again, we're going to conclude this one. Look forward to talking to you real soon. And we got some subject matters that came out of this particular conversation about how we're going to share things that will actually help you and not just hype you up. Until next time, as always, peace. Peace.